Hi, I'm Blake Dowling. Welcome to the Biz and Tech Podcast. Today we're joined by Katie with WCTV, and we're going to talk all things media, news, etc. But before we get started, let's talk about COVID-19 and cyber threats. Unfortunately, we're seeing lots of cyber threats out there, and the latest is really devious. If you receive a phone call from the local sheriff, and it even looks like the sheriff's office on your caller ID, it very well could be a spammer, spoofer, hacker, criminal trying to defraud you. The scam goes like this. Hi, I'm with the sheriff's department. We have your so-and-so uncle, niece, cousin in custody, and due to COVID-19, we need you to make a bail payment right now. A lot of pressure. Uh, if it's socially engineered, does this hacker know your niece, nephew, cousin might be in trouble with the law often? Really devious hack. In fact, phishing attempts on top of these phone scams, phishing attempts are up 600% according to ZDNet.com. Wow. So keep your ears open, keep your eyes open. Threats are everywhere and people are trying to take advantage of this COVID-19 pandemic. All right. That being said, today, our guest, Katie with WCTV. Uh, Katie and I have had the opportunity to work together on several different stories. We'll get into that later. Thank you for those opportunities. My favorite sure. has to be the family one, but we'll talk about that in a minute. So tell <laughs> us a little bit about what you're up to, what you're doing, and uh, welcome to the show today, Katie. Oh my gosh. Well, thanks so much for having me. My first podcast. I'm very excited. Yes. Drum roll. Um, I work for WCTV. I am an evening anchor slash reporter slash MMJ, which stands for multimedia journalist, which basically means we do it all ourselves. So we carry our own equipment, we write, we edit, present it, we do our own live shots, the whole shebang. So um, I've been in the industry working for TV stations for about seven years now, okay. which has just flown by. Um, and it's something that I've always wanted to do. I think it's important to keep the public informed, to be a whistleblower and a watchdog, and um, also to share you know, positive stories, too, because people need to know what's going on in their community with their neighbors and all that. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I followed your work very closely and uh, seen you all at the Chamber of Commerce events, uh, out at local sporting events, and covering everything 2020. I'm sure it's been an Whew. interesting year. Anything yeah. pop out as far as um, a favorite or most interesting story that you've covered so far this year? Oh my gosh. This year, you know, I am a, um, a crime and courts kind of junkie. So I love, unfortunately, the really bad stories. It gets my blood pumping. I hate to say it, but it's really what keeps me um, kind of reinvigorated out in the field. Oh, so sure. probably responding to some of the storms and being um, there was one in uh, I think it was Madison County, and the sheriff met me and he gave me like a tour by flashlight, and we were seeing kind of the debris and the destruction after a tornado like firsthand, and we were able to get that on the air really quickly and show people what was going on. And when we go into these communities, even though it's really, you know, a, a horrible story we're covering, the community always appreciates us being there and showing what they're going through and showing how they're able to to rebuild and come out of that. So I agree. Great point. Yeah. And working hand in hand with law enforcement is always an eye opener. I was at the Washington County Sheriff's Office a couple of years ago, and uh, he asked me to ride in the back of the car to... Um, to the jail uh -oh. to look at their technology over there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then he invited me to have dinner with everyone. It was lots of baked beans, he invited me to sit in a cell for a while. I'm like, wow, I didn't know I was getting a tour. Uh oh yeah. 
But uh, great perspective. Thank you for that. I'm glad so they you, let you out. So yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Right? Like, is this a joke? Um, so you work uh, with your spouse, Ben. You I also work with my spouse, Jeannie. So what's that like? Uh, one minute or less. We don't want to get anyone in trouble. Okay. Uh, no, it's it's awesome. That's actually how we met. We were co-anchors at my first TV station job in Great Falls, Montana, and um, kind of hit it off pretty quickly. And so most of the time, it's awesome. You know, we have that built-in chemistry, and we always have each other's back. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And I agree. <laughs> Jeannie, if you're watching, I agree. Right. Most of the time, very awesome. <laughs> Smart we man. A, we actually have a cat at Aegis now. Oh, uh, awesome. So we have Jeannie to thank for that. Um, okay. I've called it spam for the office, you know, IT. Anyway. Right. Look for I it on social it. media. So the first time you and I worked together, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you had texted me or emailed me. And uh, I was like, well, I'm actually at a Big Brothers Big Sisters event at a bowling alley. And you're like, that's fine. I can come out. Pop in real fast. It was raining, and what you were saying earlier about you know doing it all. You know, you came out of the bowling alley. We did your interview, and you said you were off to cover a sporting event. Is that a typical day? It is. So I'm on you know on air live newscast from four to five, and then they kick me out of the studio like as soon as the five o'clock hour comes. So I grab my gear, and you know we might be off to breaking news, and then you know it might change to oh it wasn't that big of a deal. So then you're going to go to this meeting tonight, or you're going to go to football in Suwannee County, or you never know. You never know where you're going to end up. So never a dull moment. Never, which is an awesome part of the job. And then you all had me to the studio on your show. Great set. And yes, it's pretty. You know, for those that don't work and. In, in the media, in the world of news, you know, walking into that world that afternoon, somehow I was hooking my mic up. And if you remember, we got tangled up and your producer is like 30 seconds. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, can't move my jacket. And you're like, oh, don't worry about it. And you're kind of untangling in like 10 seconds. Oh, and yeah. we're still on the side. And you're like, oh, there it is. All good. Can you all good? And I'm like, Yes, all good. <laughs> and we sit down with two seconds to spare and did a great chat on uh, cybersecurity. A, That's thank right. you for um, having me on the show that day. But Thanks B, for coming. I mean, the behind the scenes to bring the news to the people, it's it's really cool every time I uh, get to work with you on that because you all are magicians. Very cool. Well, I even like to see, you know, other news stations, the behind the scenes. So it's fun, I think, for everyone involved. And we're always under deadline. And we always have those, you know, one minute, 30 seconds. So I think we kind of get used to the that's a lifetime for us. You know, when we have like a minute or 30 <laughs> seconds, it's like, ah, no big deal. Uh, producer Matt King uh, from Level Up, he and I used to go out to ABC, your competitors for the dawn broadcast, and you'd walk in, Ooh. and there'd be no one there. All the cameras were automated. And it was just the anchor sitting behind the desk. It was always very strange, <laughs> but cool. Um, yeah. But bringing the news to the people is so cool. You know, the media on a national level gets a bad rap sometimes. And on a local level, like you were saying, getting out into these communities and bringing people the news and empathizing with them, it's so important. And thank you for all of that coverage. From Hurricane Michael to the protests to the pandemic, cheers to the media. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. And it's always nice to hear, you know, someone appreciate us. So thank you. Because cool. we do get a bad rap sometimes. So... Outside of Aegis, uh, you texted me not too long ago and said, hey, I'm driving down Thomasville Road, this billboard with a bunch of high schoolers oh, on yeah. it. <laughs> I saw it on your Instagram, too. What's the connection? Why are you, what, what's going on? All right, well, the story there, uh, my stepdaughter Mallory and her friends graduated Childs. 
obviously the high school experience was a little weird this year. Uh, and one of the moms of one of the daughters said, hey, let's put a billboard on Thomasville Road of our girls. Let's celebrate them. You know, congrats. Well done. Good luck with the next phase of your life. Kind of like a yearbook ad on steroids. Right. And um, you all took the time to cover the story. I introduced you to all the girls and the mom. Yes. And awesome. you covered it on the news. What was that experience like working with those young people? You know, I'm always surprised the older I get at how well-spoken the younger generations are. I really don't think I was like that when I was in high school. Um, and they were a ton of fun to work with, too. And they were very excited. So that's always nice as yeah. well. Sometimes people are really nervous and some, they forget to say how to say their own names or spell it. It happens <laughs> all the time. Um, but they were all great. They, they were total naturals. And, yeah, it was fun to work with them. Yeah, they... Uh they haven't forgotten it. You gave them an experience that'll last forever. I remember I was on the news as a kid in a toy store in Houston. Wow. And I wish there was the internet back then. It's sure. too long ago. I'm too old. But a great experience for those young people. And thank you for doing that. So cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, you mentioned Montana. Uh, we talked about football a little bit off camera. Yep. Uh, where are you from? How'd you get interested in media? You told us that, you know, crime and... Uh, you know, the courts fires you up. Yes. What inspired you to get into the news or the business of news? Gosh, you know, ever since I was young, I always wanted to be a news reporter. There are a ton of videotapes that are away in a family closet somewhere of me pretending to report. I'm from Southern California, so we had a lot of wildfires. So my dad would get his videotape out and I'd be there with the smoke coming off like the hill in the background or something like that. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. And my not, mom- Not the wildfire. So, no, right. But the, you know, it was ingrained in me and I I found that is with a lot of journalists, uh, they, it starts from being very young where you want to get into this. Um, and my mom always kind of dabbled in it as well. So I think I, um, and not professionally, she did it for fun. Like on the local cable channel, she took classes at a junior college just, uh, for her interest. So I think it was kind of ingrained in me that, Oh, this is what, you know, people do. And this is the possibility. And um, she always had me watching like 60 Minutes or 2020s from a young age. I can remember her showing me segments to educate me, to be safe, mm -hmm. you know, about online predators. Like I can still remember some of the the segments she had me watch. And there was a time in high school where, you know, there was a situation. I had my best friend that got into a predicament and um, I left because my mom, you know, her voice was like always there. And uh you know, her, her guidance. And, uh, it, it just showed me that it really can be informative and you can change people's lives. You'll never know if, if you're doing that through your journalism, but it's definitely happening out there. So that's awesome. Yeah. So you chase the dream from childhood dream. to professional. And I'm still chasing it. That's right. I was, I wanted to be the lead singer of Motley Crue. Okay. So, How's that going for you? You know, I'm still, still chasing it. You know, <laughs> yeah. See, that's, uh, it's a tough, keep it alive. it's a tough gig. I think only two people have had that job, but, um, awesome. Well, from Southern California to Montana to Tallahassee, any other interesting stops in between? Um, I did work in Palm Springs. Uh, so Ben came out here to be near his family in Florida. And then I went back to Palm Springs in Southern California to work near my family. And we did long distance for a couple of years. Palm Springs is a really fun area, the California mm -hmm. desert. And there's a lot that goes on. There's celebrities and, um, you know, a fashion week. And there's modernism week. You know, a lot of architecture and in the... Um, in the houses there. So that was a really fun kind of two years there. Awesome. I lived at a corporate apartment in Los Angeles uh, while working on a project in the music business many years ago. 
and that brief experience, I get it. I get it why people love California and I get it why people don't. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, Especially pulling LA. out onto the highway <laughs> and seeing eight lanes of traffic on both sides. Like really, but then, you know, you're walking around Malibu and right. uh, Hollywood for me uh, has special memories. Awesome. Well, very cool. Well, we're glad you're in Tallahassee now. Yeah. Well, thanks. I'm glad to be here. We'll love it. So outside of work, um, hobbies, what do y'all like to do? We talked about football, lions, lifelong disappointment. That describes yes. that well, the poor yes. lions. Do y'all follow any of the NFL teams in the state? Dolphins, Bucks, Jags? Um, uh, Tampa Bay. And uh, Ben's parents are very excited. They're down in Sarasota, so they've already got like the new Brady jerseys and all that. So yeah, game one didn't go as planned. But yeah, that's all right. You start against the Saints, you're gonna have problems. He'll come through. He'll come yeah, through. Yeah, I think he will. Yes. Awesome. But what else? What other hobbies? What do y'all like to do? Um, well, I'm a big hockey fan. My parents are both from Detroit, so I, hockey town. And we grew up really um, always going to games as a kid. So that's uh, something that I really enjoy. We're watching the Stanley Cup. Uh, playoffs last night. Uh, I like to travel. We like mm -hmm. to go kind of explore a lot. I really enjoy uh, doing puzzles at home, actually. <laughs> kind, <laughs> kind of, of nerdy. Like jigsaw? Uh, the like, jigsaw puzzles. Wow. Oh, yes. And I'll sit there for hours. It's very therapeutic for me. So That's awesome. Yeah. I want to do a 3D one next. So that's on my Christmas list. Okay. I've already started. Fun fact. <laughs> yes. Fun fact. Oh, good stuff. Any pets on the home front? Oh my gosh, yes. We have a fur baby, Rocco. He's a West Highland Terrier, a pup. He doesn't know he's a dog, so don't tell him. <laughs> but yeah, he's very sweet. Awesome. If you and Ben were to prepare the perfect meal paired with whatever beverage, what would that look like? If you had all the time in the world, whatever, what's that look like? Um, Like at, at home, I guess. Mm -hmm. Probably, we're pretty simple. Burger, like a cheeseburger with, I'd like a glass of Pinot Noir, and mm -hmm. Ben wants uh, Diet Coke with a little bit of regular in it. So, I mean, I guess we're kind of fancy with our drinks, but just a homemade extra lean So let's rewind there. So we're going <laughs> to haze Ben a little bit. Yes. So he mixes regular Coke with Diet Coke. Oh, yes. And now there's that, a certain ratio, too, like 75%. That I've never heard of. 25. I know. It's, it's hard to hear something mm -hmm. new. If you wonder who is high maintenance in our uh, relationship, I would say it was him. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's outstanding. You know, we've taken our burger creation to the next level during the pandemic. I like to chop up onions, um, mm. blue cheese, yeah, oh my and gosh. Uh, fresh herbs, usually some, uh, some chives, maybe. Isn't it fun, too, to kind of make your own and yeah. all those fresh ingredients? It's amazing what you can get as far as taste at home. Yeah, and get some ground sirloin going. And then on top, yes. you know, cheese and bacon and sprouts. Oh, and, the works. Uh, the green vegetable, which is escaping me. Artichoke. Avocado. There we oh, okay. go. <laughs> green I wasn't veg sure which one, so <laughs> that makes sense. Awesome. Yum, yum, yum. Now so I'm you've been in Tallahassee a little bit now. What yes. do you love about the community? What has uh, surprised you? What do you enjoy about it? I love that it's got that small town vibe, but it's still big enough that you don't feel like everybody's in each other's business for the most part. Um, mm -hmm. I love... <laughs> for the most part. Well, the most said. Part, right? well said. <laughs> it seems like everybody happens to know each other somehow. Small um, southern town meets mid-market. Yeah, it's got a little bit of everything. I yeah. Yeah. And um, I love, fall's my favorite season, so you get a little bit of that here, like a touch of it, just enough, but you don't get all the snow and ickiness that we had, you know, up in Montana. Mm -hmm. And um, 
just the events and how the community comes together. I have never experienced that and I love it. So springtime Tallahassee, a blast. Um, the Christmas parade, the, the winter festival, just so much fun. And even at the, the park, it's escaping me what it's called, but when they have the Christmas lights and then they've got the free hot mm-hmm. chocolate and all that, so much fun. I adore those things. Um, and everybody's really nice here too. So, which is obviously just the icing on the cake. Yeah. Tallahassee's come a long way when I was in high school. Uh, highlights at the Civic Center were ACDC and Cinderella coming to the Civic wow. Center. Yeah. And that's about that's it. Awesome. Oh, and the fair. There's There's the fair. Oh, yes, the fair. I haven't experienced the fair yet, so. Well, to be fair, it's amazing. (laughs) It really is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should tap on the glass. Um, Yeah, the Gravitron. Ever since I was little, the Graviton. Now that I'm older, though, the gross factor is there. You know, how often, especially thinking in pandemic terms, ladies and gentlemen, do do they ever clean the Gravitron? The staff? Oh, I don't think so. The staff around the Graviton? No, no criticism here, but they don't strike me as deep cleaners. Yeah, but you trust them to put together your yeah, you, your to rides. risk your life. Yeah, so, yeah, it's I funny know. how that yeah, works. Makes sense. I know? think we're going to have an, a realignment <laughs> of a lot of decision making as a society as we go into 2021. It'll be interesting to see what life is like post pandemic for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. All right, going back to hockey. Uh, okay. These are old school films, but have you ever watched Slapshot with Paul Newman? Um. Okay, I've seen parts of it. Okay. Because the hockey scenes, it's pretty much what Rocky did for boxing. That movie did for hockey for me. Okay. Like the, the, the triplets, I forget what they were called. They're like just bruisers out on the ice. Um, Hanson, the Hanson brothers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, the, you're going to have to watch it. I will, That's on my list right now. I'm embarrassed that I haven't seen it. So I'm working on it's a, my sport. Uh, I'm working on a beer column for FloridaPolitics.com. Oh, fun. Talking about local breweries around the state, in our community, proof, algae, uh, working with the Tallahassee Beer Society, Danny and his business partner, Matt. And uh, somehow that conversation immediately went to Strange Brew, another film with a heavy hockey theme and a heavy beer theme with the McKenzie Brothers, which started out as a Saturday Night Live skit. So for your weekend entertainment, if your dad's bored, your dad will be oh, all about Strange Brew and Slapshot if you haven't he seen He totally them. will be. I haven't, so they're on the list. Awesome. Done and done. Thank you. That's, that's <laughs> our helpful movie hints for today's podcast. Uh, so, um, music, I've been listening to so much Spotify this year, uh, just because of the pandemic, you know, Friday night, a year ago, we might be thinking, Jeannie and I, all right, should we get together friends and watch football? Are we going out to eat? Are we going to see our family? Are we going to go to the beach? You know, we're going to be sitting on the patio. We're going to be watching the NBA (laughs) game and we're going to be listening to Spotify. Spotify, Spotify has redefined music for me. And I listen to the most ridiculous stuff now from New Order to uh, uh, the hair band Kicks, which you might not, not have ever heard of. Fantastic Mm-mm. band. Okay. Country music, hair you band. name it. What are you <laughs> and Ben listening to on the home front? Uh, or are your musical tastes so drastic that you can't even answer the question for the two of you? No, not at all. I wish we were that uh, interesting. It Really, it's country music that we're big fans of. Like Zach um, Brown? So we'll do Zach Brown, Good. Carrie Underwood. Um, even I love Hootie and the Blowfish. And I they went Darius. on tour. Yeah, oh, yeah. Last year, so Ben took me for my birthday up to Atlanta. We got to see them, which is pretty awesome because they hadn't been touring for years. So yeah, that was great. Um, Darius Solo or Hootie Band? No, it was Hootie. Hootie and the Blowfish. Okay, great. Because yeah. I've seen Darius Solo do all the Hootie material, and it's um, 
It's pretty interesting. Oh, I bet he sounded great. He sounded just like he sounds like on the record. At He's, least when we saw him, it was. Awesome. I used to do some work with them back in the day. What? Uh, when I was in the music business, I worked with the band Sister Hazel, and they were coming up at the same time, so cool. they were cronies. And Darius's voice has aged so well, and as a as a professional and as a person, he's just a nice guy too. You don't get a lot of that. I in, love hearing in that music. That's awesome. It's the worst thing when you hear that celebrities are not nice. You know, it's always yeah, so like, like soul crushing. I'm like Dave so. Grohl, you're awesome. Well, I've actually never heard he's not a nice person. All we right. should talk about you and more of your uh, music stories. Then I think. Oh, they're boring. Matt's heard all of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, shout out to our production team today. And a Yay. shout out to uh, Dana at the Chamber of Commerce here in Tallahassee. She's going to be joining us next month. But Katie, what a fantastic conversation today. It was awesome to Thanks have you on the show. Me. And uh, any closing thoughts? Anything you want us to take away from WCTV or any charities you support? What you got? Um, I want to say, you know, we're always trying to do our best as local journalists. Um, a lot of our best stories or best leads come from people in the community. So, you know, we can always work with you if you want to remain anonymous. So please reach out, you know, social media is honestly the easiest way nowadays to reach out to, you know, a reporter that you trust or an anchor that you trust. Um, but there's also, you know, the news tip line, you can find all that information on the WCTV Facebook page or online easily accessible, but just let us know what's going on and what you want to see covered. That's it's as easy as that. Awesome. Well, thank you again for your coverage. Sure. You, Monica, Julie, Ben, your whole team, outstanding professionals in the world of media and news and television. That's our Biz and Tech podcast for today. Look for us again, like I said, with Dana from the Chamber. And coming up, we'll have Danny on the show from the Tallahassee Beer Society. All right. And many other guests as we roll through the fall. How about a Go Gators? Football season starts for the SEC <laughs> in two weeks. It's exciting. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks for tuning in today. Always a pleasure. Blake Dowling with Aegis Business Technologies signing off. Thanks, Katie. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Josh. We'll see you.